5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. What a weather day. A little bit of snow. It was in the 70s Rain. last week. I hate it here. <laughs> it was in the 70s yesterday. Last week. Yesterday. Uh, it is the Patrick Johnson Show, the first edition of 2022 on this January 3rd. Power hour, 5 o'clock. A little happy hour express for you. Great to have you with us. Got my warm water and uh, vitamin lossage in there, Ben. Hey, you're Gotta speaking keep French the pipes to me. Good. I don't know what that is. Uh, I'm not like you young guys that have your life ahead of you. I, I got to take care of myself. So, mm. Yeah, a little vitamin tablet. and You put it in and it dissolves. and There you go. Gives you all the nutrition that we otherwise lack in our world. That sounds neat. And in hot water. It's in hot water. It's that sounds like the future. Uh, it, it sort of is futuristic. Sort of is. Uh, welcome in, everybody. It's nice to have you with us. Uh, so we saw a little bit of snow, right? I think James City is as far east as I've seen uh, the reports that there's been snow flurries or flakes. Plenty of snowflakes. But, hey But I do think that there are some, uh, yeah, there are some, uh, there's some snow flurries there. You were telling me, I guess, up and around a Hosky, it did stick, stick it to the ground a little bit? Yeah, it's sticking. I got the pictures that confirm. I don't doubt it. I, I have mean, my people on the scene. Nothing like what they had in the mountains uh, or not. like or like they had even in uh, the Winston-Salem area. Uh, but it snowed a pretty good amount. But the, gr- the, the ground was just too hot because it's been in the 70s. It was such a warm December. Well, it's been Thanks. sort of rainy, too. It's, it's kind of hard for it to stick. It melts almost immediately. So that's uh, that's the deal. That's the deal. Now, if you're kind of north of us and you're seeing it, northwest of us and seeing it, that's because it's just, I guess, the snow fell at such a rate it overwhelmed the warm soil temperatures. Uh, but uh, even in places like uh, the snow capital of North Carolina is Roxborough. Do you know that, Ben? It gets always gets snow in Roxborough. I did not. I did not. Yeah. You learn that something is, uh, every day. That's above Durham, I believe. And even there, it got on. It stuck on the ground, but it's already melted off the roadways because the roadways are so hot. Thankfully, but uh, yeah, it was pretty nice to see it today. Pretty nice to see it. This is my kind of snow. Snows a little, doesn't stick, gets out of here. Yeah, I'm Don't not like a big snow stuff. fan either. Just you know, Dude. it's cool for a little bit, but then you need to Dude. get away, get out of here. Not a fan of it. It it if it snows, things are just shut down for days on end. Yeah, and, and for just, some reason, the go-to is bread and milk. At grocery well, you stores. You can have a milk sandwich when you're inside for three or four days because the roads Apparently aren't so. properly cared for. Yeah. So those milk sandwiches, delicious. All right. Uh, got a little bit of NFL talk today. We'll t- uh, that includes the Carolina Panthers. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely horrendous. You got that right, Joe. Day-to-day is what was described to me by uh, a text with somebody close to Pirate Basketball today. As far as playing on Wednesday, there will be a Joe Dooley radio show at the top of the hour. It will be not originating from uh, 
the Logan's Roadhouse tonight. Instead, it'll be inside of Minji's Coliseum. Now, is that open to the public, or is that just a deal where no. they're trying to isolate them? I, I would think the point of that is to isolate. So, yeah, I don't. I, I can't imagine that would be open to the public. I mean, nobody's said anything to me, but I... I, I didn't know if they were going to spread people out or something in the stands. Or I, I, I had, like, this elaborate setup in my head of how they were going to do it with fans, so... I'm a little out there. <sighs> I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't foresee the, you know, the part of the uh, doing it at a restaurant uh, is, uh, you know, folks can eat dinner or have a, a brewski or tuski while they uh, watch the radio show. But uh, I don't know how compelling it would be without to watch the radio show without the food element. I mean, I've had people ask me over the holidays, why don't you guys, why aren't you on video? Like everything else, and, and and a lot of it is, it's just a radio show. We're not trying to be anything we're not. We always have been, always will be, just a radio show. So I, I you know, unless you're going to commit to a bunch of money and bells and whistles, I, you know, I, who wants to watch a radio show? I know it's in vogue, and maybe one day it'll happen, but I'm just kind of content being a radio show. As an old radio nerd, I spilled a little bit of my vitamin water, Ben. Dag gone. You see that? It yeah. burned through the table. Whatever no, no, that it, weird it, it, substance is that you got. No, no, it's it's, it's acidic. Some, Get away from it's, it. It's not acidic. It burned a hole all the way to China. Uh, um, you know, a little, little reaction here in this little stream of consciousness. Happy New Year to everybody, by the way. It's great to be back. Uh, ben, we got tickets to the game Wednesday? We do. Have we, we do. We got plenty of them. Have we sorted out the mess from last Wednesday? I guess we have not yet because we really don't know. Well, the people have their tickets. I mean, it's up to EC Athletics to figure out what you can necessarily do with them. Well, I guess when they reschedule the game, you can you could go. Yeah. So, I mean, there's really not a big mess there. I guess if you have tickets and this game were to get postponed, and we've not heard anything. Uh, so, I, I, my guess is if that were to happen, then we'd, uh, we'd be um, – we, it's it's as you say up to the university their discretion of how to i mean i'm sure they're going to have a rain check situation so it's kind of out of our hands but we'll do a, a giveaway here you want to do a four pack i'm down let's do it yeah we'll do a four pack going to break a little family four pack ecu and tulane uh slated for uh, Minji's coliseum at seven this wednesday uh again uh, maybe some more answers tonight on the joe dooley radio show but uh just shaking a few trees today uh, word is mum from over there. Now, we bring this up because in case you missed it, and you guys got this on the air, I assume it happened before you guys did the show on Friday. Is that right? Yep. Okay. That uh, they did not go to play South Florida on Saturday. So two games have been lost. Uh, Tulane, by the way, Actually, has not we did. Only... We were able to get that in. We were able to put that in a pirate report. So, But you guys had it on is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So... I, th- I couldn't tell if you said yes or no there. I assumed you said yes. Um, so, it, But it's all good because you did it essentially. It, it happened. So, I mean, the point is, after those two games were banged, it it's, would lead you to believe as this went up in the air. So we'll find out more. We'll be right there with you and let you know when we know something. But um, the other thing, uh, Tulane has knocked off Memphis at home last week and then went on the road and defeated Cincinnati over the weekend. Now, neither team was at full strength, the opponents. But that's still pretty <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's that's still pretty good stuff. 
I mean, even Memphis with recruiting, or not recruiting issues, but with COVID issues, they still get the top recruiting classes for the past two or three years. So there's plenty of depth on those teams and plenty of talent. And uh, that's still a big win. I mean, if ECU no. won that game against Memphis, I would be thrilled, even if they didn't have their starters that are missing some key guys. And uh, Tulane right now has the reigning uh, player of the week in the American. So um, they're playing some good basketball. This would not be an easy deal for ECU to come back after a prolonged absence. That's Jalen Cook, by the way. Hey, it's a tough league. No, it is. It's a big boy league, and uh, don't let people tell you otherwise. Um, let's see here. A uh, couple other quick things. You know, Ben, where are you on the people that don't go, that don't players that opt out of a bowl game? I, I, it's never really bothered me if a player opts out of a bowl game. Yeah, it doesn't bother me either. I mean, they have a chance to make millions of dollars. Why, why put that on the line in a meaningless bowl game in the Portageon? whatever bowl in Alamo, Texas or something like that, that it's not worth it. You're going to get a big contract in the first round. Might as well sit it out and uh, stay healthy. So a lot was made over the comments that were made by the dynamic duo of Kurt Herbstreet, who jumped the shark a long time ago, and Desmond Howard, who, I mean, God bless Desmond, he's gotten better, but is still – Still wouldn't be sitting in that seat if he were not named Desmond Howard. They're trying hard to make it work. Let's let's just put it right. That way. It's just not a real, you know, like a lot of these shows. It's it's outlived its useful usefulness. But it's a moneymaker for the worldwide leader, and they can take it on the road, and people on some level still get excited about it. But then I watch what happened to Matt uh, Coral, or Corral rather, and I mean he's hurt, and we don't know how that's going to impact what happens to him. And he was a guy that was a Heisman candidate this year and is likely a first-round guy, right? He's a guy a lot of Panthers fans want to get next year, so that tells you the kind of draft But, I mean, he's hurt he's now, and, and we don't know, unless I've not seen it today, we don't know exactly the extent of his injury at this point, do we? Has it been updated? I haven't in the update today. It's only a sprained ankle. so it, Okay, well, I mean, yeah. thank, thank goodness it's only a sprained ankle. It could have been a lot worse. It could have been world's worse. And for what? His team to lose to Baylor in a bowl game that yeah, – I don't even know how entertaining that one was. It followed the Rose Bowl, which I'm not a real big Rose Bowl guy because the Rose Bowl is always played by teams of the Big Ten and the Pac-8, yeah. Pac-10, Pac-12 now, and I just – I don't have any real terrible allegiance. To either of those back conferences. At, right, yeah. It's, I mean, now this year's game was great other than it was Ohio State – mountain to come back but i mean you know the utah people were there for the first time they were excited there was some energy to it it was a good game i was watching some other stuff and kind of flipping around i really enjoyed the hockey outside minus 25 for that outdoor game in minneapolis that's was, where they need to be playing that thing each year there's thirty-six thousand fans in attendance for that game as well which is unbelievable did you watch any of that? That was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I love the uh, Winter Classics. Whenever they do the games outdoors in the big stadiums, I, I love to see it. It's so much fun. Hopefully, they can do a Canes game in Carter-Finley Stadium uh, maybe a few years from now. They've tried yeah. to, and they've had it confirmed, and it's been canceled due to COVID the last yeah. two years. So Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. But I just I love the fact that it was outside. It was 
and, 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 and kind of a real game broke out, like an entertaining game actually broke out. Absolutely, it's it's always that way for the Winter Classic. They're always very competitive games for whatever reason. I mean, a lot of goals scored, which I mean, the NHL, in my opinion, needs badly. You need more scoring. Get rid of the blue line. Do it like they do in the Olympics. No offsides is what you're saying. Yeah. They, I, I can get behind that. I, I do like they do it in idea. the Olympics? Do they do it in the Olympics? No. What's better to watch, a regular season NHL game or Olympic hockey? Olympic hockey. I rest my case. I don't know. I don't think so because you know Canada's going to win, so it's not worth watching in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know Canada's taking gold regardless. Well, maybe, but. At least the games are compelling and they have goals scored in them. The last time Olympic hockey was interesting was when the USA won in, what, 1980? Yeah, well. But still, the games are better. I get what you're saying. I'm just giving yeah, you a hard time. I understand. So back to, to this. So a lot of heat dumped on to Desmond Howard and Kurt Herbstreet about this comment here. It's about a minute 40, but go ahead and play it, Ben. You got it? Okay, I got it. I apologize. Okay. That's all right. Uh, so this was college game day. This was, uh, and this is a lengthy cut, but this is both the guys talking. It starts with Herb Street. We probably could have trimmed up the beginning and got to the, but we did get to the meat of what Herb Street said. In fact, do you have that shorter one, Ben? Let's get to the meat of yep. what Herb Street said. Let's play that instead, because I think that kind of encapsulates what's going on here. I just don't understand. If you don't make it to the playoff, how is it meaningless to yeah. play football and compete? Isn't that what we do as right. football players? We we compete. So yeah. I, I don't know if cha- I don't know if changing and expanding it yeah. is going to ch- change anything. I really don't. I think this era of player just doesn't love football. So that's what got him in a little bit of hot water. With, well, what he said made no with sense. The blue, with the blue check mark. Well, again, that's why I think if we had time to play the whole thing, there's a little more context. But we got to get to Zoki. We might yeah. revisit it. But then Reese Davis, after the longer back and forth between uh, Howard and Herb Street, tried to bail Herb Street out. And uh, Herb Street didn't do a great job of taking the bait. I do want to give you a chance to clarify because that was a pretty sweeping comment that players don't love football. It, not all of them. But, right. But, but I just want to make sure that you, people okay. don't misunderstand that. Let me put it to you that. this way. Yeah. Every coach that I talk to in a country, when I'm breaking down a, you know, a roster, I'm going over there too deep in a production meeting, and one of the things they'll say to me on a guy that, like Nicobe uh, Dean, this guy loves, loves ball. Right. And I'll be like, when they first started to say that to me, I was like, yeah. Yeah, of course. But now I'm starting right. to realize, like, no, this guy's a gym rat. Like, he'd be here, even if we didn't ask him to be here, he'd be here. And that's becoming more rare. Exactly. And the reason that's becoming more rare is they have so many distractions. You know, they have this, and they have video games, and they just don't grow up with the same passion, I think, we had. There's some that still do, but I don't think as many. So, to me there, he he dug himself an even deeper hole, in in a more idiotic hole. And and the thing is, is there was a great tweet, and I mean, I, I forget the... Uh, the writer, but I mean, they were like, you know, why don't why don't Herb Street announce the ch- national championship game uh, gratis? You know, in other words, do it for free. Why doesn't ESPN just show the game without any commercial? Show it commercial free. Yeah, if you're so passionate about football, why don't you do your? Right. Uh, why don't you call games for free? I get you right. saying, yeah, yeah. Why why does it? Uh, why don't the coaches just not you know forfeit any bonus they would? Re- I mean, in other words. And look, I think the NIL thing is 
really going to be trouble because the NCAA is is a toothless, all bark no bite kind of situation now. Well, I'll say this: these top these top prospects that have NFL draft at like legitimate NFL draft aspirations, like a Matt Corral or whatever the case may be, a Kenny Pickett. Whatever yeah. they don't grow up dreaming or being passionate about playing in a meaningless bowl game. They, if anything, they they grow up thinking that they're going to be playing in the playoffs, and these guys weren't or, doing or that. in the NFL. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> where, yeah, where these guys can make a I, great living playing. I, if, say, if I grew up and I wanted to be a football player, I would I wouldn't be dreaming of playing in some meaningless bowl game in Arizona or Texas. I don't grow up dreaming of playing in the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl or something like that. It's just but see, all politics are local because. Anybody on the ECU roster would have done anything to have played the bowl game. Absolutely. But I'm talking NC more State so if you're roster, a top NFL like, no, I, prospect. And that's the, that's the designation. I mean, look, the vast majority of anybody on a college football team, that's a, that's, that is their last game of their career. It is the last game of their career. They will not be playing on Sundays. Absolutely. They will not make a living playing the game. The vast majority. A few may sneak into the CFL and can make a nice living there in a career. We've seen a lot of guys do it from ECU. You, you can argue these guys that are sitting out on these bowl games, they're so passionate that they want to prepare themselves for the next 10 years of football. I mean, it's... Well, that, that, exactly. So, I, I, you know, I think that that is a, a short-sighted deal. Now, did I like the pack? Was it interesting and kind of strange the fact that Pickett sat out a, a pretty big bowl game for Pitt football? Yeah, but it's the same thing that if Holt Naylor had said, hey, guys, I'm going to hit the portal, or I am going to go pro, whatever he was doing could, a few weeks ago. I couldn't ago. hate him for that. I could not no, knock him for he, that. He did everything he, he set out to do as far as a goal. Every Any goal that he told that us, he did it. He, he right. accomplished every goal he said he was going to accomplish. If well, I mean, a total hypothetical. I don't want to name names because I don't want to get anybody mad at me, but let's just say star running back A. Decides in a couple of years, if ECU goes to a bowl game, one of the star running backs, uh, Johnny Rocket, says, hey, I, I, you know, I have a chance to get drafted. I'm a running back. Ooh, short I like Johnny life. Rocket. Love that name. Yeah. I don't want to play. If you don't have a guy on your roster, Ben, when he get, enters the game, uh, when you're calling a game, you call him Johnny Rocket. That's a pro tip for you. Okay, there we go. So, I'll keep that in mind. So that's, that's what I'm saying. You don't – you just don't go out there and – and crush a guy and say they don't have love of the game because they're doing what's best for them and their family. And look, the NBA doesn't get a lot of things right, but one thing that the NBA, much to the chagrin of college basketball, has gotten right is, you know, we don't crucify people that are going the pros in a lot of cases to just do things that are better for their families. Yeah, we don't crucify a lot of one and duns when it comes to college basketball. Right. I we mean, almost the, accept the, it and we, we the play college purists, right? The college purists do, but I mean. Basketball fans understand. They get it. Absolutely. I, do I like that? No, I, I'm not a fan of it. I kind of preferred when they would, you know, play three, four years. Did I want to see that's... Dayron Sharp be a one and done? No, but I completely right. understand it. He was doing what was best for his family. Absolutely. I can't be mad at that. The rule, these guys are just playing by the rules that are laid out before him. Now, if, if somebody's going to sit out a whole season, that's that's not... I think that's much to the detriment of the player. But if you get to the point where you've gone through a regular season and possibly a conference championship, and you know what? I have no problem with that. And, and I think it's interesting because Herbstreet was such a breath of fresh air when he started 
but he has inevitably fallen into what I mean, same thing with Bills. Billis was a breath of fresh air when he started. Oh. But these guys start <laughs> buying their own hype. I mean, I, I know it's hard for you to believe. Yeah, it's. But it's, I mean, I remember yeah. when he started his career, he was a breath, fresh, a breath, a breath of fresh air. During so, my so time, he's always kind of been the guy that's like, oh, I can't believe uh, he's yeah, I mean, our it, game. Jeez. Right. I mean, you just you don't want to hear him at that point. A lot of the, that's a whole other conversation. But I mean, you know, here's a guy that was kind of the younger guy who was really viewed as as pro player. It's just a bizarre set of. But you guys got to look where they work, and that network owns college football right now and they want the stars to play i don't know what the solution is i think that more than anything might drive the conversation of espn working it out with the commissioners and expanding the playoff i think a lot of those guys too kind of mistake being that way or having these bold takes as being entertaining personalities and i I don't think that's necessarily the case like they think it is Stephen a is is his old deal is he's a hot take artist, and he thinks that's makes him an entertaining personality. And I, I, I tend to disagree. Well, it's made him a lot of money, but absolutely, yeah. I get I get what you're saying, but there there is I I don't think this was hot taker. I think this was just a bad opinion from those guys. Yeah, and and, and I, to say guys don't love the game is a little odd, uh, but it is interesting in production meetings before games, especially in football. You hear more and more coaches saying blank loves the game specific guys and that that i did that kind of stood out to me as interesting well well, patrick they don't love the game but they played the game for more most of their life for no money well put that one together but that's what i'm saying yeah and and look i get that this generation is a whole different generation i i live it every day so i know but it's just it's not that just that's an asinine statement for for somebody who so wants to do something to better their lives so they can make a living playing the game. And look, they have a – I don't care if you're a first-round pick or not. You have a brief window. There are more guys that don't make it past the three or four years than the Tom Brady's of the world. All right, Uh, as far as longevity. Uh, We'll break. We'll come back. Uh, We'll talk about the Carolina Panthers and Tom Brady with Jim Zoki next. The Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. That ball is gone. On your flagship home of Pirate Baseball. 94.3 The Game. It's tailgate season. And at Moore's Barbecue, we have the perfect packages to meet your needs. From our backyard barbecue pack to our family feast pack, we will make sure that your tailgate stands out and no one leaves hungry. Come on into any of our locations in Winterville, New Bern, Swansboro, Moorhead City, or Jacksonville. And bring the whole family. There's enough great food for everyone. We're sure you'll agree if it's not Moore's, it's less. You heard the saying, there are two things every American does, die and pay taxes. Well, there's a third, watch television. Listen, we all watch TV, but it doesn't need to be cable. With a new dish about the size of a pizza dish installed on your home, you have TV of the future. Did you know with this new home service, you can watch TV at home on any computer or tablet that has the internet, even on your phone. Watch TV anywhere in the country, all with this new dish tv service you can go on vacation and take your tv service with you even let your kids watch it at college all for one low price locked in for two years and guaranteed to be cheaper than your cable bill call right now 800-476-6087 
That's 800-476-6087. You could set an alert on your phone to remind you about a doctor's visit, but the most effective reminders are a bit more personal. Mom, don't forget to schedule your mammogram. We love you. Honey, please, schedule that colonoscopy. We need you around here, all right? It's time to put your health first and schedule important annual screenings like mammograms and colonoscopies with Vitant Health. COVID-19 protocols are in place, and it's as safe as ever to partner with us to improve your health and well-being. Schedule your appointment today. Learn more at VitantHealth.com reminder. Here's an update from Pair Custom Boats in Washington, North Carolina. The four models have been sold and transported as far north to Maine, all the way south to Miami, and they're even shipping one overseas 10,000 miles to Singapore in 2022. What sets Pair Marine apart from other boat manufacturers? Having customers able to walk the facility, walk through their boat bill with Brian and Paige to personally show where they want their rod holders placed, measure heights of tops, choose their color of upholstery, meet with the riggers for their custom placement of electronics, and take their first boat ride with Brian Pair to demonstrate all of their custom options. Pair also has some exciting news they're going to be announcing in the first quarter of 2022. Pair Marine would also like to thank everyone who's made 2021 such a success. Check out the website at pairmarine.com or call 252-717-7009. Stay tuned for the big announcement in 2022 and happy holidays from everyone at Pair Marine. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. It was the the Academy Awards, so I didn't give away the tickets. And then apparently uh, Zoke had a TV thing he's got to do today. Big TV star. Flying from... New Orleans to Charlotte TV. He'll be on tonight, 7 o'clock on Panther Talk on 103.7. Talk 103.7 WTIB. Um, you want to give away that? We'll give away the tickets now. You want to do that, Ben? Yeah, that works. All right. Uh, caller 5, we'll take them at 252-561-GAME. 252-561-4263. A family four-pack of tickets, and if you got more kids and want to go, well, I mean, Ben will work it out with you. But a family four-pack of tickets for uh, East Carolina and Tulane, which right now is scheduled to be on uh, Tuesday. Joe Dooley show at the top of the hour. We'll know more on that coming up. Uh, our guy at Super 70 Sports, and we've got this retweeted on our Twitter account, at 943thegame, put out a poll, uh, Ricky Cobb, and uh, it says of... If one of the, quote, big four pro sports leagues had to fold tomorrow, who are you voting off the island? Uh, ben, are you able to talk or are you dealing with the call? Do you have a quick second to get lo- oh, yeah, give I your get, guess? We got time here. Okay. What's the guess? Uh, I, w- I, would, yeah. I would say the NBA. You NBA would be would, correct. Me personally is the NBA. 
48% of the people who have responded in this poll, and it's about 42,000, say the NBA. NHL at 34%, MLB at 12 and just under 6% for the uh, NFL. Yeah, I don't think it's because people necessarily hate the NHL. There's just not a lot of interest there on a, no. on a national level as compared to the NFL or the MLB or the NBA. Yeah. yeah I'm uh, wrong we there, were, but that's just kind of my uh, my my reaction to it. We were going to talk to Panthers here, and only because we had Zoki on, but I, we do have a couple of clips here, and I think Ben's even got some maybe for, for the update. I'm not sure. But this is – got a Sam Darnold cut here. Uh, where he talks about uh, just the play yesterday and it not being very good. I think, uh, you know, bottom of the line, you know, is just everyone's not playing good enough. You know, me, Cam, everyone on offense, um, you know, we're just not playing good enough to win games. More uh, from Darnold. I think where we stalled was our second down. Our second down offense wasn't great. You know, um, whether we ran or threw it, um, you know, and we were in second at longs, I feel like we couldn't get into third and manageables. Um, I think that was kind of the biggest thing. And then here's Matt Rule. We have to just have a little more consistency up front. You know, there's too many sacks that we took. And then as a result, you know, the sack fumble that led to points kind of changes the way that you want to call the game. You know, you're having to be very, very uh, careful on third down. So you said it uh, before the show we were talking about this. I think Darnold, I mean, he certainly wasn't great. but No, not by any means. But, I mean, he had to get rid of the ball quickly. That offensive line, I... I really paid attention to that group yesterday. They're awful. Yeah, they're bad. I mean, it's one thing to say, oh, they're bad. They're not. They're awful. And it wasn't like they were, it wasn't like they're facing the purple people eaters or the steel curtain. I mean, this was a a pretty rotten. Yeah, uh, Saints defense up front. Yeah. I mean, just not good. Not a good front but, seven. But they looked great yesterday. Yeah, and I mean, you you watch Sam Darnold play in that game, and it's a lot of dump offs as quickly as possible to the running backs who are ever short, and a lot of that has to do with the offensive line. People criticize Darnold for not really stretching the ball downfield or forcing the ball downfield. Well, you're not really going to have the time to do that when your offensive line is not blocking or giving you any time. So I don't have a problem with his yards per attempt or whatever nerdy stat anybody wants to bring up on Twitter. He he and and Cam included. I'm not the biggest Cam fan, but. Came included. They don't have a lot of time behind that offensive line. Well, and then, you know, and we have had John Ellis on the show. We haven't had him in a while. Need to maybe look at getting him back. But, you know, the other part of this is, uh, you know, a statement was kind of made by, you know, him. They were, they were getting on Darnold about his footwork. And it was that kind of late play where he threw the ball and – pressure was coming or he thought it probably was going to be intercepted. He's trying to hit a guy out of the backfield. Maybe he just threw it into the turf. Yeah. Well, he did that intentionally. Yeah. Because he was trying to to not, one, take the sack, but also, two, not wind up throwing a pick, which he inevitably did in the game. And, and here's a hot take maybe on my part. I think Darnold has decent footwork. The problem is, is when you don't have a lot of time behind the offensive line, you tend to panic or you're shuffling a lot. You don't have a lot of time to set your feet, so your footwork's going to look a little off. Well, I just think on that particular play, everybody wants to isolate. He was trying to get rid of the. He was having to make a quick decision because the offensive line was so bad. And instead of turning it over, he he just he probably made what was an intentional and, and you know wise play. Maybe not the wisest, but I mean it was better than than throwing a pick at that juncture. Yeah, I you know I I like John Ellis. Um, I, I have nothing but good things to say about him. My only criticism is that uh, he tends to be uh, a very big Cam Newton fan, and 
some a lot of times chooses to uh, not not acknowledge his faults necessarily to the point where he'll downplay other players or put other players down to kind of uh, make Cam look better, if that makes any sense. So he's a Camthers. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, NFC, by the way, the Saints keep their playoff hopes alive. They have a fairly decent shot to make it. Uh, Packers have clinched the top seed in the NFC. That's the second year in a row that they've done that. Uh, the Eagles got in and were able to clinch a playoff spot after the Packers victory. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Uh, and then for sure, the (laughs) fact the Eagles got in the playoffs with, yeah, yeah, that was kind of a shocker to me. So. They can clinch a berth, can the Saints, if they beat the Falcons and the Niners lose to the Rams. Right now, San Francisco sits in sixth place. I'll tell you and, what, that's very doable, though. That's a very likely uh, scenario. Oh, no, that, I think that's a, a, likely, uh, a likely scenario. I agree with you. Um, AFC's a little murkier, maybe? It's very tight. Well, there's a lot more possibilities because you have Tennessee, who despite a lot of things going against them this year, are the number one seed right now, right? And they're getting Derrick Henry back in time for the playoffs. So that'll be and they're huge. Gonna have, they're going to have the best running back in football and probably the most one of the most explosive playmakers in football ready for the playoffs at a time of year where you've got to run the ball. Kansas City, very quietly, Sit there at number two, 11 and five. Bengals have been great. Joe Burrow's been fabulous the last two weeks. Absolutely. Bills, don't sleep on the Bills. Patriots. And then you got the Colts and Chargers. And then, you know, big game for Pittsburgh tonight against the Browns. Nothing more the Browns would like than to kind of end the Steelers' hopes. Raiders and uh, Ravens are uh, right now on the outside looking in, but they have a chance to get in. Um, the eventual number one seed is going to end up having five defeats in the AFC after the Chiefs lost to the Bengals. I mean, that's how wide open it's been, especially in the AFC this year. When we were looking yeah. at it last week, we kind of dove into the playoff picture, and at one point the Broncos were still in it, and they were like the 13th team that was still technically in it for the AFC this late in the season. So that gives you kind of an idea of just how close it's been uh, in that conference especially. But in this season in general, I mean, no game has been a give me gimme for anybody. There's very rarely been some blowouts this year. Steelers could clinch a berth by winning tonight and then next week against the Ravens. And they would need a Colts loss thrown in there. Ravens are not out of it yet, despite the fact that they have also had injuries at the quarterback spot and have had some issues. Uh, they, what is it? They beat the Steelers next week, and then now they got to have a lot happen. Got to have a lot of teams in front of them lose. It's a, it's a deal where they need a lot of help elsewhere. Right. So we'll see. I, I think I think as we get along into this thing and we explore some of this this week, it's going to be a lot more uh, interesting. All right, uh, Joe Dooley show coming up. Uh, Zoki could not make it on with us today, so Zoke will be on tomorrow. Uh, Matt Rule, by the way, uh, saying with in the last little bit this afternoon that the Panthers have to make a quote true investment in the offensive line. No joke. I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, they they need to. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out there, pal. 
All right, uh, Ben, you got an update? I'm ready. I tell you what, why don't we break? We'll come back and then you can do uh, an update after the timeout. Let's do that. Uh, and then we'll return and uh, have more of this uh, fun and frivolity of the first Patrick Johnson show of the year. A break. And uh, then Ben Byram with a uh, 94-3 The Game sports update. And then we'll have more in just a bit. Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. Right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. I'm with my health insurance agent, Bill Jenkins. Bill is an employee benefit specialist and life insurance agent from Town Insurance. Bill, give us an update on Town Insurance here in North Carolina. Town Insurance is a top insurance and employee benefits agency in North Carolina and ranks in the top 50s nationwide. We have primary offices in Greenville, Kinston, Wilmington, Raleigh, and now Charlotte. And, Bill, what are areas Town Insurance specializes in? With our experienced account management team, we specialize in employee benefits, including group medical, dental, life, vision, disability, and voluntary options for employees. We compare these options with several of the best carriers in the market and assist businesses on benefit administration as well as employee education and enrollments. And how can a business best contact you to review their employee benefits program? Give us a call, 252-756-8300. Call today as the best time is now to come to town. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color is hiring stylists. If you're driven, creative, and ready to make an impact, then we're looking for you. We offer competitive salaries, flexible schedules, and professional training. So bring your creativity, style, and drive to your local Fantastic Sam's today and show us what you've got. Fantastic Sam's. Real salon experience. Real savings. Real fantastic. Apply at locations in Moorhead City, Jacksonville, Greenville, Newburn, Kinston, and Goldsboro. Starting OMG, hey, it's been forever. I'm so ready to see North Carolina and turn right in 52 miles onto the Blue Ridge Parkway for epic views. Then continue ahead on Highway 12 and hit the beach and take exit 33 for a city excursion with museums, games, concerts. Sorry, I'm just so excited. Everyone could use some adventure. Get back to a better place at visitnc.com. Sponsored by the NC Association of Broadcasters and Visit NC, a part of the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina in cooperation with this station. It's time to travel again, and it's time to enjoy the convenience of flying from Pitt-Greenville Airport. Reservations are available now at aa.com. Whether you're flying for business or leisure, Pitt-Greenville Airport and American Airlines can get you to Charlotte and then anywhere on the map. You can't beat the convenience of parking right next to the terminal and the short lines at ticketing and security. For your next trip, check out the great rates offered at aa.com and support your local Pitt-Greenville Airport. Port. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. Ben Barm here for 94.3 The Game Sports Update. We start with a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation, and there's still no word on the current status 
of Pirate Basketball after postponing their last two games due to COVID issues within ECU's program. Stay tuned right here on 94 through the game, immediately following the Patrick Johnson Show. It's the Joe Dooley Radio Show, where he'll give us an update on how the team is hanging in there health-wise. Quick note, the Joe Dooley Radio Show will not be at Logan's Roadhouse this week. It will be in Minji's Coliseum and not available to the public. Meanwhile, from college football, Wake Forest leading rusher Christian Bill Smith has officially entered the transfer portal. He'll have one year of eligibility as a graduate. Top quarterback prospect Old Miss's Matt Corral took a chance in the Sugar Bowl and unfortunately paid the price as he left with an ankle injury in the first quarter. Thankfully, it was revealed to be a sprained ankle and it's believed it won't hurt his draft chances. And Oklahoma starting quarterback Caleb Williams has announced that he will enter the transfer portal. This is just breaking. From the NFL, it's an AFC North showdown tonight as the playoff list Browns look to ruin it for the Pittsburgh Steelers. If the Steelers lose tonight, they of course will officially be eliminated from playoff contention. It all kicks off tonight at 8.15 in Pittsburgh. The current injury report as quarterback Nick Mullins out for the Browns as well as linebacker Mack Wilson and corner Troy Hill. While Kareem Hunt is questionable, the Steelers will be without Joe Schobert, Zach Banner, and Devin Bush due to COVID. The current line has the Browns favored by a field goal with the over-under at 41. Elsewhere in the league, Cowboys receiver Michael Michael Gallup is out for the season due to a torn ACL. He was set to be a free agent this offseason. While Tennessee Titans continue to receive great news as they sit with the number one seed in the AFC, Derrick Henry is set to return from his foot injury and for off IR in time for the playoffs. And wrapping up from the NBA, Brooklyn Nets point guard Kyrie Irvin will make his season debut Wednesday against the Pacers. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. I'm Ben Barr. More from the Patrick Johnson Show to wrap it up here on the other side of this quick timeout. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color Salons are open and ready to serve you. Let your stylist make you look fantastic with a professional consultation, free shampoo included, and scalp massage, and a fantastic cut and style. And as safety is our top priority, rest assured we are constantly cleaning and have implemented social distancing procedures. Fantastic Sam's, affordable by design, caring by nature. Call for an appointment today with locations in Goldsburg, Kinston, Greenville, Newburgh, Moorhead City, Jackson, If you want the best steak in Eastern North Carolina, then remember this name. The Seahorse Steakhouse, 2301A Stantonsburg Road in Greenville. They serve USDA prime ribeyes aged 50 days, cooked to perfection by Crystal. The Seahorse Grillmaster, guaranteed to be tender and juicy. The Saturday Night Prime Rib is an experience you'll never forget. It's the most flavorful, tender piece of beef you'll ever eat. Delicious is an understatement. You're sure to leave full and satisfied. But if you have room to spare, a generous slice of one of their homemade cakes will take care of that. So the next time you want a really good steak in a relaxed family atmosphere, remember the home of Daddy's Steaks and Mama's Cakes. The Seahorse Steakhouse, Stantonsburg Road, Greenville. I'm in the studio with my friend Sproul Alexander, who is the Senior Vice President for Town Insurance. And Sproul, people keep coming to Town Insurance. Tell us why. Henry, it's really simple. It's because of our insurance knowledge, our product choices, 
our ability to service our clients and our community involvement. That's true. We see town insurance everywhere. But now let's talk about the choices. What kind of choices are there? What kind of insurance do you handle for people? Our choices are endless. No matter what kind of insurance that you may need, we can handle it for you. And we're talking about business. We're talking about health insurance. We're talking about home and auto, the whole gamut. Yes, sir. All right. So, folks, come to town. That's town insurance. And uh, tell us the telephone number they can reach you. 252-756-8300. And the website? Towninsurance.com. Town with an E. Got to put that E on the town. Folks, now is the time to come to town. Town insurance. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loans subject to current credit policy of Time Financing Service. One-hour loan approval and same-day cash in most circumstances, exceptions may apply. What's happening? I'll tell you what's happening. Log on to our new website, 943thegame.com for PJ Shot Podcasts and the latest news on the Pirates. This is happening. Now, back to Patrick Johnson on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Song, song of the South, sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth. Gone, gone with the wind. There ain't nobody looking back again. So we just uh, literally put this video clip up. And I mean, rightfully so. I mean, whether you like saving or not, saving gets all the flowers. But there's a video that uh, was from earlier where he arrived in Alabama. 15 years ago, right? And uh, guess who the, like, the, the next, like one of the first guys to greet him off the plane was, Ben? Who was that? It was John I, I Gilbert, a young John no Gilbert, idea. a young John Gilbert, shaking Saban's hand when he got off of uh, the plane. What was he doing with Bama at the time? I'm not familiar with He was with, Gilbert's he was working within their athletic department. He was working. John looks the same now as he did then. Wow. Doesn't age. But there was John Gilbert. Looks like John to me. Well, that was 15 years ago. And what a 15 years it's been. Saban blowing off the media. Same thing that goes on now. Nothing changes, does it? Nothing Some changes. things never change. They do not. They do not. Um, a little earlier in the show, we were talking about the uh, kind of the comments that were made by Kirk Herbstreit. We isolated it down to kind of the meat. Of it, but just to provide further context, uh, Ben, go ahead and play this whole segment here. I mean, it's this is the exchange from College Game Day with her, from the Rose Bowl, Herb Street, and Desmond Howard. Now, keep in mind, you know, this is before the Matt Corral injury, which thankfully turned out to be not as severe as originally thought, but could have been really, really bad. And he elected to play for Ole Miss. And I mean, look, that's his decision. I'm not, I'm not saying what he did was right or wrong. That's his decision. But you can't crush these kids that are deciding the it's best for me to look out for my future in a game that does not have a huge window of longevity. I need to make as much money doing it as I can in the in the window that I can. 
So here's that entire cut from College Game Day, the thing that just got the blue checkmark brigade up in order. And, and Ben, you could tell it's a new year because I'm actually siding with the blue checkmark brigade on, on this. Uh-oh. That, that's well, not I mean, normal. Look, that's not uh, No, I mean, look, they get, they, get a lot, they get a lot of things wrong, that, that group that hates the sport they cover. But they're a thousand percent right about the hypocrisy that uh, Herb Street and Des Howard laid out. I mean, if, he, if your kid has got a chance to be a pro and, and be a, a high-level pro, and you opt not to play in a bowl game that, whether you de- deem it meaningless or not, or, or a game that does you no good, I mean, the, the only guy that you could think of that, and he really didn't help his draft status, but he certainly enhanced his legend was was uh, Clowney, right? Yeah. That's the only guy you could think of that, I mean, everybody knew about Clowney, but like he blew up to like a legend in the bowl game against Michigan. Yeah, you know, I mean, when he went through and he crushed the running back, the guy's helmet went flying, he picked up the ball. and went. Now, that didn't get him drafted as high as he got drafted because he was going to get drafted anyway. It was the clutchest and one of the most recognizable college football plays like ever in history. But had he not played in the game, it never happened. But guess what he'd have done, Ben? He'd have still been drafted high and still made absolutely a handsome living. Yeah, he would have been like a top five pick for sure. That just right. enhanced his status and cemented his status as the number one overall pick. So that well, and I don't even think that helped him be the overall pick. That just that that made it, that blew him up from a PR standpoint. Exactly. Yeah, that made him a viral sensation. He had right, a signature so here, moment. He did, and that's great. And you hope every player does, but. You understand why a guy like Pickett doesn't want to play in the bowl. Uh, why the running back for Michigan State didn't want to play in the Peach Bowl. You could just run down the list of guys that didn't want to play. And, and I'll tell you how insignificant it is to me. I mean, I, I can't give you a name of every guy that opted out of a bowl game. But these guys at ESPN sure as hell could. All right, here's Herb Street and Desmond Howard. What's the difference between the playoff era when we're all trying to get to the playoff, when you don't get to the playoff, what's the point? Versus going back to your era, or, you know, you know, your era as a fan watching and covering these games, or mine, and you, you wanted to go to a national championship, but right. sometimes you fell short, and you went to the Citrus Bowl or the Outback Bowl or the Alamo Bowl or the Holiday Bowl, and you just went and you played. Like, mm-hmm. and I know the is it just the money, the amount of money? Like, what's the difference as a player in saying these games are meaningless when? Des, we played in "quote unquote" meaningless games. I mean, I know you guys were right. here a lot, but I just don't understand. If you don't make it to the playoff, how is it meaningless to yeah. play football and compete? Isn't that what we do as right. football players? We we compete. So yeah. I, I don't know if cha- I don't know if changing and expanding it yeah. is going to ch- change anything. I really don't. I think this era of player just doesn't love football. That's what I was about to say. We're dealing with a total men- different mentality when we're dealing with these um, student athletes nowadays, especially the football players. I mean, their whole mentality right now is about the championship, the playoff. We got to get into the, the CFB or the CFP. And because of that, they don't value the bowl games. Now, when we were coming up, Herb Street and myself, like to go to a bowl game was a huge reward for a fantastic season. That's what it meant. It's like, okay. Your team played this well, so you're going to be rewarded by going to this bowl game. You're going to get a ring. You're going to get swag. Now, kids don't really care about that. They're, they're, they, they, they have a sense of entitlement. And it's like if we're not going to the one that matters, then, you know, it just doesn't have as much value to them as it did us. So now that you hear the whole thing, 
And the and the cut kind. Of, I mean, the, we didn't cut it bad at the end. That was just a bad cut on the on the copy we had. So Desmond didn't get to to finish his thought there. I think we're the all best. better off. Well, I was gonna say we're all better off for it. But in all honesty, you know what they're saying is it doesn't matter that these guys have played and they've led their team. I mean, this has nothing to do with we didn't make the playoffs, so I don't want to play. It has to do with you know. Yeah, I've, I've done everything I can do for my team, my program. I have an opportunity to go and make a lot of money. And yeah, I might have made a lot of money on this NIL this year. And in the future, guys might make a lot of money on the NIL. But you got to look out for yourself in this sport. It is, it, it, I mean, in, in everything in life, but certainly in this sport, you've got to look out for yourself. Well, yeah, it's and so it, tough on your body and so taxing health wise. And, I mean, it's just you, yeah, like you said, you got to look out for yourself and for your right. personal best interest in health because you don't get to play it for very long. No. It doesn't last forever. And I mean, we we saw a guy who was going to be a top round guy almost have serious injury, and that's the reason. If a guy don't want to play, a kid don't want to play in these games, these bowl games, I have no issue with. And, and that was a game where Old Miss was losing twenty-one to seven in the first quarter. In a yeah. game that, well, let's face it, didn't matter. And, and look, LSU tonight, or is it tomorrow night? Tomorrow night's going to play with, what, 39 scholarship guys? Look, God bless them. I think that's great. That's what they want to do. If that's what the program wants to do, the kids want to do, I think that's great. Go do it. They know the risks. These, these kids aren't dumb. So, there we go. Uh, hey, some breaking news here in the last little bit, uh, Ben. Joe Sloan was on Skip Holtz's staff at Louisiana Tech, played football here, was kind of a bench guy, but really good football line. He's been hired as the quarterback's coach at LSU. It's pretty good. Hey, that's big. Maybe he could be the next Joe Brady somewhere. There was. Well, I hope he's better than Joe Brady. Obviously, there but was- that was kind of the similar role J- Joe Brady had, and then next thing you know, he's got an NFL job, so. Good so there's Joe, Slo- Joe Sloan will wind up being a head coach somewhere. You watch. Uh, he's that good. He really is. So congrats to Joe Sloan for uh, getting uh, named to Brian Kelly's staff at LSU. And again, the Tigers will play in the Texas Bowl tomorrow night. Who are they playing, Ben? Can you Google that for me real quick? Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Kansas it's- State. Well, maybe not. No, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch it. I'll check it out a little bit tomorrow night. Why not? Uh, Joe Dooley show is coming up top of the hour. And uh, we'll have uh, coaches uh, comments on exactly what is going on with uh, the Pirates. The uh, ECU basketball program having to cancel their game over the weekend at South Florida due to the ongoing COVID issues, as it was put. Uh, and, uh, the pirates will, uh, right now be ready to play Tulane on Wednesday, seven o'clock Williams arena, Minji's Coliseum, six 30 airtime here on 94, three, the game, uh, unless the uh, decision is, is, uh, made, they can't do it. And I would, I would expect that if that is not announced in the next hour or sometime tonight, then we'll certainly know during the day, early tomorrow, what is going on. But, uh, we, we've asked around and have not gotten any sort of 
definitive answer yet. I think it's an idea of getting into tomorrow morning and, and seeing, but I, you know, coach Dooley could say something here in the next 20 minutes that certainly, uh, goes against all of that. All right. Uh, great job today by Ben and, uh, everybody else will be back uh, tomorrow for, uh, another edition of the Patrick Johnson show. Be there or be nowhere. And, uh, we'll see you tomorrow and, uh, Follow our social media. Keep up with everything going on with ECU basketball. Let you know what's happening. All right. Patrick Johnson signing off. Have a great evening, everybody. Part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe.